This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode six. <laughs> what is your stuck story? Today we will explore the story you're telling yourself. We begin in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good days in it. Just live. Life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today in this Just Live podcast, episode six, we are going to be talking about your stuck story and the story you are telling yourself. Now, a few years ago, we were reading a book by Brene Brown, and there was this phrase that she kept saying that has become part of our dialogue. Very often. Actually, it's one of our 36 reasons why we're still married, why we carry on with each other, and it helps us. And it's simply this. What is the story you're telling yourself? At times where we have a problem, we have a conflict. I'm seeing things one way, she's seeing things another way. We stop and we ask each other, what is the story you're telling yourself? Because somehow there is a disconnection, and I want to know what's running through her mind, and she wants to know what's running through my mind. Right. And many times it is it is a different story that I'm hearing than Dan is hearing or even trying to project and vice versa. So we're hearing different stories and we're viewing very similar situations from two different perspectives. You know, we, we talk with a lot of people. We coach a lot of people who are stuck mm-hmm. and they're simply not moving forward. And I thought, well, what? how would I help them understand what their stuck story is? And immediately I thought, well, probably they don't understand what makes up a story. So enter the story path. Now, this is, this is something that we all experience when we're watching movies, when we're reading books, when a good story is told, it follows this path. Probably 98% of all stories that are told follow the the story path, or some people call it the hero's journey. And when we explain it to you, it's probably going to wreck the movies for you for the rest of your (laughs) life. (laughs) Disclaimer, warning, warning. But this isn't to to steal your, your love for a movie. This is for you to look at where you are in your story. So I'm going to first of all, walk you through the story path. There are six different phases of this path, but I want you to imagine yourself up on a mountain. And you're, you're all by yourself. You're at a beautiful place, okay? Your story is about you. You are the character. So this is the first part of the story path. There is a character. Now, in your story, you're always the main character. Don't throw it to somebody else. You can't. <laughs> Own it. There's no stunt double here. You are the main character of your story. Now, yes. you're on this mountaintop. Now, there's a problem. Every great story has a problem. Okay, this is the second part. But but there is a problem. There is a a crisis. A character has a problem. So what I want you to do is come right down that mountain into the valley. The valley, it's a little dark down there. There's a problem. Something Mm -hmm. you can't solve. 
There's a crisis in your life. Something has stolen away that high place. Some sort of a challenge or a problem or, as Dan said, a crisis. Any of those could be considered a problem. But look up. There's another mountain. The next mountain, you see this guy up there, this lady up there, and they're waving their hands and they're, they're motioning you to, to come up. This so, is your guide, so you, a character has a problem and meets a guide. So you climb up that mountain and you meet this guide. And this guide is aware. He's been watching you. He he sees or she sees you and your problem. Mm-hmm. So you're standing there with your guide and, and they point down the hill and there's this beautiful uh, mountain lake. Uh, and, and it's like bright blue. Come with me. Come with me down to this mountain lake. Okay, and that represents a plan. Mm. So here in the story path, a character has a problem, meets a guide who gives them a plan. Now here's the plan before you, but you've got to cross the water. You've got to move. You've got to step out towards this plan. So you got to swim. You you can't walk on water. You got to swim across. That takes action. And that is the next part of the story path. Meets a guide who gives them a plan and calls them to action. Something must be done. I can tell you already what's going to happen. Okay, your story is going to end in two different ways. It's going to be that you took action and it was a success. Or you took action and it was a failure. Those are the two results of the story path. So once again, the story path that was introduced to us by Donald Miller, it goes like this. A character has a problem, meets a guide who gives them a plan and calls them to action. It results in one of two options. One is success. The other is Failure. Ooh, now success is what we all want. Mm -hmm. Failure is probably what we all need. Avoid that. (laughs) Failure is this place that nobody really wants to go, but it really is the back door to success. Right. The interesting thing is in a movie, in a great movie, if you went across the pond and it was success, the movie would last maybe 15 minutes. But there's another problem. There's a failure and you've got to return to the problem, return to the guide. There's got to be a new plan. I mean, new you, action. You think of a, a Disney movie. You think of a Marvel comic. You think of any kind of movie and there's this movement forward, but there's another obstacle. There's a failure. And so we go back. And so here's the way it works within your stuck story. You. Okay, point at yourself. Go ahead, just point. If you're driving me, down the road, me, over, me, point me. at you. This is your story. If you are stuck, here's your story. You come down the mountain, you come into the valley, and there is your crisis. There is your problem, and you don't look up. You don't have a guide. So your you get story, stuck. Your story is stuck in the valley, mm-hmm. and you keep... You, you keep just walking around the valley. And a year from now, you got the same problem. Your stuck story is that you've just done part one and part two, and you haven't looked up and found a guide. Right. So what does stuck look like? There are four main stuck story categories, and we call this basement mentality versus the upstairs life, fully alive life mentality. So you could be stuck in one of these four categories. One is I am not enough. Another is I can't. I can't. I don't belong. Uh Uh-oh. 
or I'm worthless. And usually it's going to be in one of these categories that makes you stuck. And this is a problem. So if you are a character and you're hearing this echoing message, this echoing voice inside of you, or you hear it as reflected from people on the outside, and that is the story you are telling yourself, it could be, I'm not enough, I can't, I don't belong, or I'm worthless, or any combination of those four main basement mentalities stuck stories. So if you think that's your story, you're not telling yourself the right story. That's the first 15 minutes of a two-hour blockbuster. That 15 minutes is absolutely important, but at some point, you got to look up the mountain and you got to see the guide. That guide is a person that you trust, a guy, a girl. It can be a a memory. It can be a value. But the best stories is there is a person. A real person. created for community. We Mm -hmm. need other people, especially when we're stuck in the problem valley, in the shadow of death. We fear no evil because there is a guide up the mountain. Mm -hmm. So we've got to go to that guide. And the problem oftentimes is we get to that third phase that we have a guide But it's like our best friend, and they're like a professional empathizer. You know, that's their genius. (laughs) They feel deeply with you in the pit. And instead of showing you the other side of the mountain, instead of showing you a plan, they come down into your valley and they just sit in the valley with you. Now, empathy is great. We need that sometimes, yes. But the story you're telling yourself is not just, see, it, it grows when someone comes and joins you in it. This was my problem, and now it's our problem. But you're not going anywhere. The whole there's reason, no plan. There's no action. The whole reason for the guide is that they will introduce you to a plan forward. There is another mountain. There is another place that you can go. You don't get stuck in the valley of the shadow of death. You move up the mountain. There's a plan right there, and it's this incredible, beautiful yet difficult and dangerous. Mountain Lake. Mm. They give you step by step. Now, it isn't just this is what they've done, so this is what you must do. A good guide listens. They're an active listener. They ask you some questions, but then they help you move forward. Okay, exhibit A, me, Susie Potter. I am an Enneagram 7. I don't know if you know this uh, personality typing system, but there are nine main types of people, and I am an Enneagram coach, and so I've been learning, and we've got some courses on this, and I have learned so much, especially in the area of strategy for me to live a fully alive life. Well, my Enneagram 7 type is part of the head triad. We all lead and respond to events in our life with either our head, our heart, or our gut. And I am in the grouping that that leads with my head, which means I didn't realize this till I studied the Enneagram, which means that my main issues, my main problems when I get stuck have to do with anxiety and or fear or a combination of anxiety because of fear and how I process that. And I try to avoid pain. So sometimes I minimize that that's my problem, but I get stuck in my head. So often that stuck in my head looks like feelings of rejection or of the basement mentality. It can be not feeling like I'm not enough or sometimes I'm too much. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the echoing thoughts 
some of my reoccurring problems. Enter Dan. Dan is most often my guide. I am really blessed with Dan. He has so much wisdom. He's my person and he's my soulmate and we do a lot of life together. So Dan is a very um, empathizing guide, but he always has a plan. Sometimes, to be honest, he has a plan before I'm ready to enter the action well, stage. This is this is sometimes our problem. Our problem is she's down in the valley going, Hey, come down here with me. Come <laughs> come down here. Let's- I want I wanna just like help you understand what I'm going through and how tough this this is being in the basement and being in this stuck space. And I just want to say, come upstairs, Suze. Come up here where you can see a different perspective. Now, if I give that call to her too early, <laughs> the, the now, valley widens for sure. You well, know? Dan is, I mean, let me just like clarify, because it's not like I'm up here in a great space and you're down there in a low space. But according to our picture here, mountain and valley, he is in a space where really he steps in as the guide to me so often. So this is a really good example. So he gives me a plan and often what is the plan for me? If I'm feeling feeling feelings of rejection or not enough or too much, what kind of what kind of plan and well, action steps do you oftentimes help me see? My question is what is true? What is true? Because there's there's in that valley, there's a whole lot of emotions. There's a whole lot of feelings. Oh, yeah. And there are additives to the story. There are <laughs> characters that I don't know how they got in the story, but they're down there. So I want to find out what is actually true. Mm-hmm. And I know the feelings are important. God gave us feelings and emotions, and they're meant to be felt, but... They're indicators. They're not truth to us, but they help us uncover the truth when the stuckness. When you are moving forward, when you when you want to get out of the problem, you can't just sit in the emotions and invite friends over mm-hmm. for, for, for tea in the emotions. You, you've got to yes. say what is true. So I will usually start by saying what is true, and I listen. I listen. What what are you really saying? What is the story you're telling yourself? Let me understand that. Did someone actually say something or did they look at you cross-eyed or did they turn away or maybe they didn't hear you? What is actually true? Mm -hmm. And then we build a plan together on what is a way forward because you don't want to stay in that valley of the shadow of death. You want to move into life. And, yes. and I have been asked by her sometimes, not always, <laughs> I've been asked by her sometimes to say, here is a plan. Here is the stream, the river that you need to cross. Here are the steps. Here is a boat. Get in it. Move forward. And that comes after hearing what she has to say and then bringing it into, it may be what, what we see in scripture. It may be, this is maybe just logical or this is natural, that this would or be the oftentimes next when he's helping me find the truth, I take little pieces of information that I experience or received. And then, of course, if there's any gap, my brain is really good at creating the extra parts of the story that may or may not be true, may or not may or may not have been said or experienced. And he helps me discern whether I filled in that gap myself or if this is actually the truth. What do you know? Okay, let's act on what you do know. And he gives me a plan. And many times he takes me from the stuck basement mentality of I am not enough to I am enough. I'm not too much. I am the exact amount. 
this Just Live podcast is really helping us see that it's a state of being that we are uniquely created to live fully alive. And he reminds me of this is your gift of connection. This is your gift of life. This is your gift of of stepping into people's lives and helps me see the truth. And many times that becomes my plan and my action step as well. So I want to move away from Susie's story for a moment and jump into the Bible for a moment. Gone, gone, gone. Because the the Old Testament is especially full of this story path over and over and over again. And sometimes it's God that's the guide. Sometimes there's an angel. Sometimes there's a prophet. Sometimes who knows who it is, but there are all these ones that show up and help people move forward. I, I think of David and David has this, I think the basement mentality he has is I don't belong. Mm. And, and he says to Jonathan, your father is trying to kill me. What have I done? What's my crime? And he's going on and on in this basement so mentality. David's the character. David is the main character of David's story and he has a problem. What's and so his problem? He goes to Jonathan and he's in Jonathan is Saul, King Saul's son. They're really good friends. And he's saying, here's my problem. Your dad, your daddy, King Daddy, is trying to kill me. And Jonathan's like, what? What? Tell me what's going on. And David goes through and he talks about the ways that King Saul has tried to kill him. And Jonathan's like... Jonathan is the guide. Jonathan's the guide, for sure. And Jonathan's like, "This, this can't be. My father tells me everything. If my father was trying to kill you, I would know. Mm-hmm. But but Jonathan uh, cooks up this plan. He says, I'm going to have a meal. He has a plan. With, with my father. And in the midst of that, I'm going to try to see, does he actually have something against you? And I'm not going to go on the whole story. It's in First Samuel. But there is this moment where King Saul goes ballistic because um, David is not there. And Saul had this idea to kill David there. And so Jonathan comes out. There's bows and arrows. There's rocks. There's all kinds of stuff in the story. But what Jonathan says is, um, it is true. The truth is, my father is trying to kill you. And they make a plan. They made a, make a covenant moving forward. And it's a time where they have to separate from each other. The action is to move away from the kingdom, move away from the king. Uh, Run move away to a place so you can have success and safety. have life. And, and so David listens to Jonathan. He makes those steps. They make a covenant that, that Jonathan is saying, someday, David, you are going to be king. But my father wants to kill you, so please make a covenant. You will not kill any of my family. And they make that covenant. So this is all part of this plan. And it's like, at that point, David has to jump into the lake and swim. And he doesn't know, is this going to move towards success or failure? He doesn't know. And and it's several years of actual failure. That 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 he's not suddenly king. He is chased. He is... He does all kinds of stuff. You want to read some weird things. Read the life of David <laughs> yes. when he's running away from Saul. But in that story, the story David is telling himself, he's the main character. The problem is Saul wants to kill him. The guide is Jonathan. There's a plan to go away. David takes that action and he moves towards failure, 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 and eventually towards success. That's the story he's telling himself. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, so we have my story, Exhibit A, 
Jonathan and David. David David's is the story. character, so mm-hmm. that's Exhibit B. How about Exhibit C B Dan Potter? Have you ever had this <laughs> this story path well, evident I, in your life? What was your I'm not problem sure. and how did how did how did you resolve it? I'm not sure how much time we have here on this podcast to go into all of my problems and all the guides <laughs> I've had. But I remember one time, um, almost a yearly occurrence in OM. Susie and I have been with OM now for 35 years at the at this recording. 30, at the time of this years. recording. And uh, we used to work under the international leader, Peter Maiden. And probably every year, uh, about September... We would send him our resignation. We're done. You know that we. I guess we don't fit anymore. OM does not need creative people. OM does not. We we don't fit. We we need to go someplace where we fit, and because we're we see things in the future, and and OM doesn't move there very quickly. And he he a character has a problem. He had a he had a drawer in his desk, which had a file. And several of our years of resignations were in there. And he was, he was said, no, no, wait, just stop. So he stepped in as the guide and he said, um, can you, can you just help me for a moment? And for five years, will you not send me a, a resignation? Just stay with us for five years. And then he wanted to say, um, here's, here's the plan. The plan is this. You and Susie live Five years in front of us. You live in the future. You can see the future. You're working with the next generation. You can see the trends. You know what needs to happen in five years. But OM is five years behind you. And if you're willing to to be five years ahead, because when we finally catch up to you, you're five years farther. <laughs> and this is the way it's always been. This way it's always going to be because you are more prophetic. You are more, this is where we need to move. If you're happy... With us being five years behind, then stay in the organization. You have a fit. And it was like, it was an epiphany moment where we were like, yeah, as long as I know that, as long as I know that I still have a worth. See, this would be the the place of the basement thinking that I I have no worth because people aren't listening to me, but I do have worth, but I'm never going to see it because I'm always going to be five years ahead. But there's worth there. That was huge. And uh, sometimes it worked out to success, sometimes failure. But that piece of, of wisdom from our guide, that plan to keep yes. moving, and we didn't, we never gave him another resignation. Yeah, it, that it was just simply very was like, this is the path we're taking. Yeah, so he was the guide, gave a plan, action step, led in success. Uh, sometimes when we're in that action space, we know, and for many of us, we think, oh, I can't go for that action. I can't go for that plan. What if I fail? What if, what if, what if? And I love this passage from Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, that says, Not that I have already attained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I love it because it's like I'm pressing towards the success. It's not necessarily 
going to be the result of success. It might be failure and I might need to do another loop, but I'm pressing on that goal. And the goal that we're giving in this Just Live podcast is for us to live fully alive. The Just Live podcast helps you put living back in your life. And this is what the success in the story you're telling yourself represents. So the story you're telling yourself is a great story as long as it doesn't stop on section two. Make it into the two-hour blockbuster. A character has a problem. You don't live in the stuck story. You live in the life story. So I got to ask you a question. This may come out a little bit strong to you, but I got to ask you this. What's your problem, man? <laughs> what, what is your problem? You've what got to causes identify, you to be stuck? You've got to identify that problem. You're mm-hmm. the character. You're the main character of your story. Yes. Always, always will be. You never have to question it. But often you need to question, what's the problem? Because mm-hmm. that is where you get stuck. If you're stuck, it's because of a problem, and you have to identify that problem. So take a moment in your mind yep. and just think, what's my problem right now? That because causes me to be stuck. More than, likely, be? more than likely, it'll be a different, different problem next week. So you want to identify <laughs> the one right now, not the one in the future, not the one you just had, but what's going on right now? Could it be I'm not enough? I can't. I don't belong. I'm worthless or any combination of that if you get down, down, down to the core of the problem. Don't get stuck just knowing just what the problem is. identify it. Look up the mountain. Look up because there's got to be a guide there. God provides a guide. There is something there, someone mm-hmm. there. Who is your who guide? Who is your guide? That's the next question. What is your problem and who is your guide? Now, sometimes as followers of Jesus, like, oh, well, Jesus is my guide. Well, you know what? Jesus provided people. People that are probably farther along in the journey. Maybe they've gone through the same thing. Maybe they just, they they have some wisdom in a certain area for Mm -hmm. you. But you need to say, well, here's my problem. And you need to ask the question, who is my guide? Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's someone there. And and we just want to give you an invitation that if you're in a situation, you're like, I don't have a guide. I don't have somebody. You feel stuck with your problem. I don't have somebody to coach me forward, to mentor me through this valley into the the lake that I can cross and find success or failure. If you can't find that person, we'd like to help you. So we have available doozy coaching. We have doozy coaching available for you. You can contact us by going to our website, doozy.com. That's D-U-Z-I-E.com. Go to the contact tab and send us a message and let's connect up and talk about how we can support you, how we can help you if you don't have that guide. We'd love to be on that journey with you to help you live fully alive. Because your story matters. Yes. Your story cannot be that story that no one goes and sees because it was a stuck story. Your story is about life. God created you to live fully alive. What's your stuck story? Your stuck story is hopefully where you were before you met the guide Mm -hmm. who gave you a plan that you took action on and found success or failure and you kept moving forward. And we love to help people have that forward momentum because you were created to live fully alive. And we just want to say to you as coaches, as podcasters, just live, just live. 
So may you live fully alive. As you love your life, your world, and your God. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are doozy. Live fully. And love fully. We will see you next week. Probably we're going to talk a little bit more about your story. All right. (laughs) 